This is Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate, the podcast where we cover home buying, home selling, home improvement tips and ideas, market trends and developments, and investing in real estate. If you own real estate in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, or want to own real estate here, then you're in the right place. Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate is hosted by Blake Watson, a real estate agent and investor in Tennessee and Georgia, brokered by EXP Realty, LLC. Welcome to Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate. I'm Blake Watson, a licensed agent in Tennessee and Georgia and brokered by EXP Realty, LLC. My guests today are Bruce and Ben Potts from Potts Brothers Land and Auction. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Morning, Blake. And today we're learning about real estate auctions, especially land auctions. When people hear about real estate auctions, it's very common for them to imagine this foreclosure auction or a tax auction where you're standing on the courthouse steps and you're ready to take somebody's property that really doesn't want it to go anywhere. Is that what you guys do or something different? No, we don't do those type auctions. They're handled by the lenders at the courthouse steps. We, we work for estates, uh, which is different, uh, individuals, banks, municipalities, all, all kind of different entities. But those type sales that uh, some property we sell, that they may be owed money on, uh, that, that kind of thing, but it's not a foreclosure type sale. So we're, we're working for individuals, owners, estates, and those kind of folks. People that are not necessarily in a distressed situation. They they would choose the auction to be able to sell what they got to sell. Got it. And they're not forced to auction. They are choosing to auction. They're choosing to auction. That's correct. Why would someone choose to auction their property? What are some reasons to do that? To get it done in a timely manner, get a good price for it, open to the public, uh, widely advertised, several things that are attractive to people who we work for that have a need to sell maybe multiple properties. We do that occasionally. In the land auction business, we, we'll divide up what they have typically, survey it, divide it, get it approved, then market it into pieces. And a person could buy uh, a piece of it, a group of the tracks, or as a whole. So we, we, we cover all the bases in, a, in one day, really. All the bases in one day. How yeah. true. Yeah. We met several decades ago, and I purchased the land that my house is built on at one of your auctions. That's right. So I know you've been doing this a long time. Give me a little history on Potts Brothers Land and Auction. Well, that particular sale where you bought your land, that was an estate, if I remember correctly, or, or a family, a group of heirs selling. But uh, Bruce and I grew up in the auction business. <clears throat> Our dad was, was in the auction business back in the 50s and 60s. We kind of grew up in that. We've been doing our sales since the mid-70s, so we've been at it a long time. We've seen a lot of changes, but the auction method works, particularly in tracts of land that need subdividing in order to make the bidding more competitive and that sort of thing. When you say tracts of land that may need subdividing, are we talking about farms or pieces of property that may be 10 acres? or What what sort of properties do you end up well, selling? Either, either one, really. I mean... Uh, we brought an example today of a, of a farm we sold last fall uh, that we divided into tracks, which was a, a, basically a cattle farm. But that could apply to just a track of woodland divided into acreage tracks or maybe just even into building lots, depending on the situation, zoning and all that sort of thing, planning commission approvals. Do you help them with all of the process? Yeah. Yes, we do. That's kind of our niche. 
Uh, we're familiar with the rules in almost every county in uh, our area, which is Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. Uh, we're familiar with the Planning Commission rules, and uh, part of our job is to oversee the division. Most of the time, we would survey something, and then we would lay out the design of what we're going to offer at auction ourselves. So we have a hand in getting it divided. This particular piece that we did in the fall, we've got a copy of the survey here today. We spent lots and lots of time and a good bit of time on the land trying to figure out the best way to divide something to be a, attracted to a purchaser. So we got this particular track. Uh, it's 107 acres divided into 10 tracks. And it, it sold in about one person bought half of it and four or five others bought the, the other half. So it, it performed like we thought it would. Uh, based on the division that we did for it, but that was under our hat. We did that, the, the dividing it. The owners approved it, and then the county subsequently approved it after we had done, done it based on their rules. But we did the division of it, made sure we got it like we wanted it, so we thought it'd bring the most money. That's very labor-intensive for you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> we spent a lot of time. This, this was before our marketing plan even got into effect. We did this to make sure we had it all right and got the, got the right and proper approvals, and this plat is signed by the Planning Commission. It's signed by the uh, Stormwater Department in Catoosa County. It's also signed by the Health Department in Catoosa County. So a purchaser could come to the sale, know that the plat's been approved by the authorities, is ready to build on, basically. Yeah. And and, and these tracks all had their all four corners uh, in place, so they know where their property was. And if they expanded on, bought more than one piece, it was still there. So when we left and we got it closed, and it was it was obvious what the you know what we had done. Yeah, you guys provide a great service of preparing the property. And as you said, if a buyer comes along, they know what they're going to be able to do with that property. There may even have been more work done ahead of time for an auction property, really, than than a typical listing. Because title work's done, we got that got that tracked and then tracked down, and then also the like Bruce said on the survey and the division in the tracks and all the approvals. So there's a lot of work done ahead of time that's comforting to a buyer to when they come sit down under the tent for the sale. They don't have to worry about all that. When we sell these properties like this one, we were on site. We offered uh, online bidding. So somebody could be on site under the tent or uh, at home or on their phone or tablet or whatever to bid. We have a person there taking the bids on the Internet if necessary. We sell it by the acre. People understand the price of land typically is so much per acre. I know when you bought your land from us, we sold it the same way as so much per acre. But these sales are what we call choice and by the acre. That means the top bidder, once we start the bidding, being typically does auction. We guys work on the floor, work on the ground during the sale. But we, we bid per much, so much per acre, and the, willing, the person willing to pay the most money gets their choice. In this particular case, we had 10 tracks. So the first bidder got it, the top bidder got to pick, and they picked two of the pieces of, that, of the 10. That he took two pieces right off the bat. It went from there. When you're doing a live auction on site, you're taking live bids by people sitting under a tent. That's right. Yep. And that are that are attending the auction. And then you're also receiving bids online. That's right. Correct. And and I've seen that in action. I've I've been That's to right. one of your auctions where we're bidding out there in the under the tent and then the gentleman over there with the computer, he's he's monitoring and he says, Okay, I've got this guy. <clears throat> we actually had two buyers at this auction that that made their purchase online. Well, that's really good, mm-hmm. though, if somebody cannot attend uh, oh, in great. particular. Uh, it, it's helped the people we work for feel like we've got everything done possible to get the most money for what they're selling. That's right, which you is know, your goal. And it's convenient exactly. for others that couldn't, you know, both of these people who bought 
in this last sale were from the area. They weren't from somewhere else. They just chose to stay at home that day and bid on their phone. How about that? That's right. You mentioned the marketing that gets underway. Can you just give us an overview of some of the marketing you do? Well, it starts with uh, starts with signs. They go up first. And then it's built into newspapers. We're a member of an MLS service. We do a mail out, a, a brochure typically. And then we've got, a, of course, we've got our own in-house email list. So it, all that combines in order to, to create the competition that we're looking for for these tracts of land that we're offering. And I've seen on your website, you have all of your auctions, of course, are listed there. You have active ones going on. It seems to me all the time you've got something happening there. We're utilizing a lot more social media these days. That's a big part of our our advertising. And then uh, 2011, we joined an auction group called MarkNet Alliance. And we are still our company. We still do what we do. But we joined the group to get a bigger footprint basically, and get the online bidding. In that group, we share our auctions on other companies, our other competitors, actually's website. So that's kind of unique to what we're doing in our group. But uh, we've got three or four companies in Tennessee. We can People that go to their website see our sales on their website, and we reciprocate with them. So it gives us a much bigger footprint, and that's part of our marketing plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you've got four or five other companies just in Tennessee alone, yeah. and they're— Same in Georgia. Yeah, and they're publishing— Same in Alabama. Same in Alabama. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Alabama and Georgia. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're doing an auction. Well, all of those states can—and really the whole world, obviously, can see it. But, Could be, yes. Right. Yeah, but those are actively marketing it. Right. What is your website so that we'll know what that is? Potsbrothers.com. Potsbrothers.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. P-O-T-T-S, brothers. Yes, spell it out. <laughs> spell it all out. Yep. That's right. So when you've met with the property owner and you are now <clears throat> marketing the property, you've done the surveys, if it's land, and you've laid everything out, what happens on the day of the sale? We're on site. We're under the tent. We own the tent, chairs, and all everything necessary to, to be in a central location. We have sales during the week, but most of the land sales that we do are on Saturday. Saturday morning. So we're there about eight o'clock, depending on how big of a crowd we'd have, but uh, we're always hoping for a big crowd. And then the owners are there. They know that we've got our preparations done. We've had showings already ahead of time. And then that helps us. This last sale we did, we had uh, three showings during the week and afternoons mainly. Had a lot of people come look. So we know them. We know a lot of people who come to the sale before the sale, before the sale day. That gives us a, a relationship with someone who might have walked up. I know when you bought your land, I think we'd already talked to you prior to the sale. That's right. So we know how to, you know, we've already, not everybody, but a lot of people we know, we know what they're interested in. We know what the, what they hope to buy. But the sellers are, they're nervous. You know, there's some uncertainty about what it's going to bring. But uh, we feel like we got most of the work already done ahead of time. We just call the bid and take the bids and, and uh, go from there. Now, when you mentioned three showings, I do want to get clarity on that because as a as a realtor, uh, when someone talks about a showing, they're talking about one potential customer coming and looking at a house. But I know your showings are much more significant than that. It's more of an, yeah, an open house for anybody or an inspection time. You could call it that, I guess. But yeah, we had a lot of people come to those and they might ask questions that they'd be nervous about asking out loud or in public the morning of the sale. So you spend a lot of time with them explaining the process how the bidding's going to go, give them some comfort there about how to go about their, if they're really interested in bidding on it. We have a lot of first-time bidders. Yes. Yeah. We have a lot of first-time bidders, and we try to give them a little education about how it goes. 
so they'll know when we get you know we, we sold this this particular farm uh brought over a million dollars about about two hours moved pretty quick to a number of buyers yeah had over 100 people there over 100 people there wow yeah, yeah well, what an well, event a lot of young couples that have, say, in their 30s, got young kids or looking to get out of a subdivision or wherever they might be living or wanting to get something a little bigger, a little a little bigger lot or whatever. That's been a lot of our, our buyers. And then they've been successful in buying these tracks and building homes and really making them a place. You know, advice that I always give people from my experience going to your auctions is go to the auction. Yeah. Just go and see how it operates. Mm-hmm. It really is eye-opening, and, and it's a it's a fun morning as a participant. I know you guys are working, but the rest of us, we're having a great time. It's just <clears throat> a Absolutely. lot of fun for us. And, well, we, um, we enjoy it, too, and it's uh, we try to get all our work done ahead of time so we can interact with the people and uh, don't want it to be a stressful. I mean, it, it is a little nerve-wracking, I know, for a first-timer particularly, but, you know, it's a great way to buy something. It is. You know you're in bidding with other bidders, so... You know, it's competitive, but you're you're in the market that day, paying what the market price is. As a part of the process, we try to take the guesswork out of it's not almost five acres, five acres more or less. The survey really nails that down to so it's 5.1 or 5.8 or whatever the track size is. You know uh, what you're buying. You're bidding on it per acre. So that number, that bid is going to be times five acres, 5.1, 5.8, whatever it might be. That's clarified to you. You're, you know, you're certain about what you're buying. The bidding is competitive against other bidders sitting there right with you or in some cases online bidding, but it's, you know, it's obvious that people are bidding against you to try to buy what may be the same track of land, but you're paying what the market price is. What other people are willing to pay, you may be one, $100, $500 more or whatever, whatever the number is. There's some comfort in it, I think, to other bidders that they're paying a little bit more than what other people are willing to pay. In an auction, it's very evident that you are paying the market price because there's somebody sitting right next to you that's willing to pay the same price or, right. or real close to it. And you're obviously the high bidder. A, a, but, another, right. part of the, another part of that is, is in this particular auction we're talking about, we had 10 pieces. But we offered it into pieces individually by the acre. Had to take at least one track. In the final windup, we wound up grouping some of these tracks to accommodate one of the bidder's needs. So we wound up grouping. We had 10 tracks. He bought five of them in a group after we'd been through the individually. And then we also offered it as a whole. Nobody bid on it as a whole. So like Ben's saying, you, you're paying a price for a small track maybe, but we give you a chance to, if somebody wants to buy the whole or a group of the tracks, we would do that as well. Package it back up, Package however. Package it back up, mm-hmm. offer it as a whole. We've done a lot of tracks, a lot of sales where we have somebody at the end, we may have two or three people there is looking at buying the whole piece. If that's the case, if, it, if it's worth more as a whole, then that's what we'll do it at. What sort of sellers come to you to do an auction of their property? All kinds. A lot of estates. Yeah. A lot of estates. A lot of estates. Heirs. Yeah. Okay. Which creates multiple ownership. Let's touch on that with heirs because I was explaining to my son how a family member might be sitting right there bidding for property that their family Mm -hmm. owns and is selling. And he was just amazed by that. And I Mm -hmm. said, well, sometimes you've got a number of heirs. Maybe somebody lives way off across the country and... You know, they don't have interest in the property, but they are an heir, and it needs to be right. brought to market value. Well, being an heir obviously creates an ownership interest. So there could be, if there's only one, there's only one. But if there's multiple heirs, then they all own a share of the same property. So and it's difficult 
to divide property equally or fairly. So in this particular case, this auction we've been talking about, there were four heirs there. One of them lived close by. The others were out of town. So in the time had come, they were all getting on up into their retirement years. It was their old family farm, but the time had come to divide it, and it really wasn't feasible to divide the land. So that created a situation where selling it and dividing the money was a lot simpler way to go about it. So then that, then the idea was how's the best way to sell it. And that's where we came in was helping them to figure out how to divide it, uh, how to market it, and then how to close it out. So you really brought a good service to this seller yeah. Uh, this uh, group of heirs, because you gave them a solution. That's right. Exactly. They actually came to an auction we did prior to us working for them. Okay. They came and checked us out, saw what we did, like what we did, asked us to come look at their track of land. They had some mountain land here they needed to sell. They had some road front tracks they needed to sell. And it's all different. So it's not likely somebody buy the whole thing for a farm. So it's, it's, a, it's more of a small development piece that we could divide it off the existing road and, and not put roads in and that kind of thing for them. And it really worked well. If it's in a state and there's heirs and you're selling the real estate is obviously your specialty. I have also seen you sell personal items, cars, trucks, tractors, all those sorts of things. Farm equipment. Tell us how that all rolls into this. How does that happen? Uh, We've had several sales in 2023 that had the real estate and the personal property. Uh, We made a decision to sell either live or with online bidding or have an online only sale for the the real estate. We've had, I don't know, probably four or five sales in the last, in 23, they had three or 400 items that we went in and, and individually tagged and photographed and made a catalog of it and we sell we're selling all those types the personal property uh, household types of things particularly online only on our website works real well we do do that as a service and that's part of what uh, people we work for particularly the states that they want to sell their whatever house or land or whatever the whether the real estate part of it is but they got a lot of other stuff that need to sell as well and don't know what to do with it but we can handle that we've got the crew to do it and a way to, to liquidate it off for really a good price. That's a great service as well. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's more than just land and mm-hmm. a house. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Is there anything else that you'd want to share with us? If you've got property to sell and you're thinking about doing something with it right away, we'd be interested in talking to you about it and seeing if an auction would work for you. We always say just because you're selling an auction doesn't mean you're giving a discount. In lots of cases, we'll get more than the asking price. Not necessarily every time, but in some cases... I would add to what Ben's saying, he and I both hold the highest designation in the auction industry you can have, Certified Auctioneers Institute, CAI. One other thing, too, I, I would like to add is we also work with and co-opt with a lot of brokers in our area. So if, if some of the brokers in our area have something that they need some, maybe are thinking of doing a sale with, we co-opt with those folks as well on the listing side and the buying side. How would we get in touch with you if uh, someone listening wants to reach out to Potts Brothers Land and Auction? That email is, uh, you go to info at pottsbrothers.com or our, if you go to our website, all our contact info's on there. Pottsbrothers.com. Yes, That's right. P-O-T-T-S, brothers, spelled out, dot com. Well, thank you, Bruce and Ben, for being with us today. Thank you, Blake. Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. So I'm Blake Watson, agent with EXP Realty, LLC. My mobile phone is 423-315-1815, and my brokerage office phone is 888-519-5113, extension 1241. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Blake Watson, and on Instagram as Rock and Roll Blake. My website is realestatebyblake.com and please subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. 
And I look forward to talking with you next week on Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate.